4: Greetings and welcome inside. Happy Monday. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Live from the Geico Studios. As we have at least one day to talk NFL news, big stuff going on today as, like obviously the coronavirus, our new way of life has been... unsettling to say the least over the course of the past 72 96 hours but i first got to say you know how stupid i am i mean wait 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 i'm this wait, stupid wait a minute. I'm this hold stupid. on let me get this nah, uh for posterity this stupid. i mean I let me stupid. let me
5: turn this camera around you know what i did
4: i come into work today right yeah. and i go and i wash my hands to get to get stuff well, ready you got to wash your eat, hands right? so i wash my hands for the what 20 did you seconds sing? i usually say, you know i usually sing a uh uh whatever part i want to of scenes from an italian restaurant so that's kind of what what I go. Over. Is that just because Rick Patino has another job? Yeah, to celebrate Patino going to Iona. So uh, you know, I go, I wash my hands. All right, great. Then I go and I open the refrigerator door. And I just go. I am so stupid. What am I doing? Why did I cover? Put my, you know, sweatshirt over sweatshirt my head. Sweatshirt over, right? yeah. What am I? Just stupid. I wash my hands, and at twenty seconds, good, dry. Make sure, because you know, can't have wet hands. No, either, that's right? right. Keep your hands. Keep your hands. All right, good, good, good. I right, could. Then I open the door. I'm just stupid. I'm just stupid.
5: I was singing Turbo Lover. <laughs> When I was washing my hands a little
4: bit earlier. Turbo lover. <laughs> hey, Judas Priest is going back on tour eventually. You have to, you have to explain to millennials in Alex T-shirt who Judas Priest is. They wore a lot of leather. They sang some of the best songs you you ever did rock Mid- out there. In after me, Exactly. I mean, that was Wasn't just... that the Pope's left-hand man? Uh, whoa. Whoa, whoa, left-hand whoa, man. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. What do you mean left-hand man? Well, I don't know the right-hand man. So. <laughs> <laughs> but left-hand man's not a thing. Are you sure? Yeah, pretty sure. He's I'm just trying to speak it into existence. No. It sounds like a, the title of a horror movie, The Left Hand
5: Man. Well, I mean, that was Idle Hands. Great song by the Gutter Twins, but also a nice starring vehicle for a young Seth Green.
4: Gotta get your left-hand man back. Gotta get your left-hand man back. Gotta get your left-hand man <laughs> oh, back. Oh, you
5: got culture. We got some Hamilton in in the first two minutes of tonight's show, too. See? Oh. It all
4: rolls together beautifully. I'm, I'm just stupid. I'm just... I'm so stupid. Oh, no, I'm walking him. around. i you, you
5: have to grab that extra paper towel for... For the handles on the doors you mm. gotta you know wipe everything down 42 times i mean yeah. take all your precautions be safe do your social distancing as they call it that's the new euphemism mm-hmm. uh that'll go on forever that's the new breakup line too you know what I'm going to need to socially distance myself from you. Oh,
4: I think any, anybody, it's an easy breakup now. Just not going to call you. <laughs> I have other things going on. No, I'm not, just not going to call you. If you remember thinking just about gonna it, gonna this next two you. to That's three it.
5: weeks or a month you is know? probably the the easiest way. You know what? Here's the We're thing. Just,
4: this long distance isn't going to work. It's not it's, you. Uh, it's It's the virus. I'm, I'm just telling you. It's been four days since I called Tyshirt's mom. Just letting you know. Wow. How dare she you? Hasn't, she hasn't, all oh, the way back to the forget, end of last week. I forget that you're listening. I forget that you're listening to the show. <sighs> How dare you? you no, know, well, she hasn't called me either, you know. Well, wow. that's her thing. Yeah, that's all right. Well, it's Look right, at it's that. Okay. Turnabout is fair play. This is like the easiest breakups in the world. Okay, good. Easy breakup. All right, good. good easy. We don't, no one calls. No one calls. Good, 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 good. Well, I mean, time's on your side. I used to... Agonize over breakups. To agonize over them.
5: Well, I mean, and then you watch Costanza tried to find a line there, C-stanza. now and again, uh, as to how to work that out. But, agonize yeah. over that.
4: It just it was. This, it was just, this oh. one is is,
5: is is other than the ghosting phenomenon. I mean, this one's easy. It's like, look, yeah, you know, we got a month.
4: That's why I was always okay. A month. It's going to be hard. If the girl broke up with me because I wasn't really in love. Oh, okay. Well, it's I don't have to do anything. I'm, I could. Oh, that's good. I'm, I'm okay. going to use this month I'm right to work
5: that. on myself. I'm right with it. <laughs> gonna get to the gym gonna get some
4: reading done well no gym right now yeah no you're not going to the gym
5: well i mean there's still gonna be gyms in, in private residences maybe, i'm not maybe going to anyone's
4: gym in a private residence why make what, are you, <laughs> what are you making are the lights on? what are you what are you what are you walking into eyes wide shut what are you doing? Judas Priest in left-handed. I didn't say it was the dungeon. I'm going to Good I'm, God, I'm man. going to a gym at a private residence. No.
5: <laughs> no, no, no. But maybe you have one in your apartment uh, complex. Maybe you have one in your your condo association. Yeah, I don't that, know. Yeah, that's not in a private residence. That's in, that's still a private residence. No, it's, it's still in, a gated community. Yeah, okay, it's away a, from the masses. It's a private, you can't just walk in okay. there with your towel and say,
4: yeah. hey, I'm gonna come work out now. You've got to be invited. Yeah, but everybody else who lives there works there. Yeah, but it's still private the, for the group no, of you. you're saying, like, I'm going to someone's private. Like, I'm going to take this long, well, winding road through the rain. i got to <laughs> open up these gates that go, <laughs> over yes, the Yes, I watch tracks. Knives Out this weekend, too. I what get are you all, doing? all the way to the mansion. The yes, cr- the country estate. The crow just <laughs> flies off the top of the, the <laughs> chimney. You knock on the door, and someone comes to the door and says, This way to them gymnasiums, uh, and it's spelled J-I-M, it's not even... Whoa, whoa, whoa. That escalated quickly. This is the gymnasium, so... See, this all kind of ties back to Judas Priest, though. Doesn't it? Please come in and put your hands and feet in the shackles and begin whoa! your workout. <laughs> Well, I mean, workout. maybe they put him in one of those inversion. We're trying to get a membership? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go work out in someone's private residence gym. Yes, there is a gym in my house. I don't
5: know. You're famous. You, you hang out with famous people in
4: the basement. Maybe JJ Abrams has
5: his own iron iron thing, like uh, The Rock does. <laughs> And you go hang out.
4: Anybody else down here, Mister? You lower a phone down, or I'm his dog has had it. Uh, you know, I don't think I'm gonna come to. That. I I, you know, I left wait, my gym card. Wait, there's some lotion and there's a basket I, here I left, and I left, a pulley system. My gym card is over here. Can I just go? I gotta. I, you know, I'll be right back though. I probably just wait right here. I'll be no, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Wow, that um, escalated quickly. Welcome to so, a Monday night here at Fox Sports Radio. Listen, we got a lot of fun. We got a lot of NFL tonight, and you know, as everybody's doing the best they can, stay staying home, staying out of trouble, out of sight with coronavirus. And, you know, every day is going to be a new normal that we just have to get used to. And now we have to get used to the new normal of the DeAndre Hopkins trade. Bill O'Brien um, at it again, baby. I uh, You woke up to this news today, or you <laughs> saw it sometime early in the afternoon, uh, the first day of NFL free agency. And yes, we have so much to get to. There's so much news. Marcus Mariota is going to be a Raider. Uh, but the big story, the Texans-Cardinals trade, in which the Texans trade DeAndre Hopkins and a fourth-round pick in 2020 to the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals give back to the Texans David Johnson, a 2020 second round pick and a 2021 fourth round pick. Now, you have heard, well, first of all, Bill O'Brien is the guy we need to make fun of the most. He's turned out to be the hero of the day because no, that's in a day in which everybody is so nervous not knowing what every day is going to be in our lives in the United States now, Bill O'Brien at least the one guy we can all go, oh my God, that guy. I mean, so that's good. That's going to we, take we, we the we keys have that away guy. from him, though? We have that guy. Hopefully, no, and we need him now. We need him to make sure. Tra- I want the Jets to call and say, hey, how about we, uh, before we cut Trumane Johnson, we'll trade him to you for D- uh, D- uh, Deshaun Watson. Why don't we do that? Why, you know, hey, why not? You you never know. They could say yes. They said yes to this. They could say yes to that. I've looked at this in every permutation, I've looked at
5: salaries, I've looked at contracts. And it still doesn't make sense unless we go into a time warp, right? This is where we have to pull off a time heist. And, and same thing for the Bears, but we'll get to them later because I get to read all the tight ends on the roster. And you can, ta- you can take a walk around the block. You, mean, you want to Literally, go back to 2016 it, when yeah, David Johnson was If I could go back to 2016, yeah. then then yeah. hey, let's go. Let's make this trade. And everything works. Here's a guy with two great legs and can do both run and catch the ball out of the backfield.
4: Look, let me tell you something you haven't heard all day when it's come to this trade and just how bad it is. Because, as, as you said, there's no way this comes out right. The money due, DeAndre Hopkins, doesn't come out right. The fact that the Cardinals were able to trade David Johnson and the Texans are paying his entire salary, none of it works out. None of it. David Johnson, this should have been a trade where if you want David Johnson and you're taking his contract, we're going to give you a, a draft pick back with whatever low draft pick you give us. Like, if you want David Johnson and you give us a fourth-round pick, we'll give you back a fifth-round pick. And you're taking David Johnson, and you are paying his salary. Because that's David Johnson's trade value was, you will love to trade him away, he's making money, we're not going to get a lot back for him, but if we get a low-round pick and we swap picks and you take him, that's David Johnson's value. Now, this is what you haven't heard all day, and this is where what it comes down to, is that were there probably issues with DeAndre Hopkins and Texans? Yeah, because no, none of it makes sense if there's not. Were they worried that he was going to hold out because he's not getting paid a lot of money the next couple of years? And he's in his prime and he wants, you know, top wide receiver dollars. Maybe, but that, but that, that, that's, but that happens. He's could got there three have been, years left on his deal. Yeah, could there have been something? But, but, he's not. He's not the first guy to say, "I want my money no, redone, I'm going to hold out." Yeah, but go that, ahead. Okay. let's see you do that. But for let's just three say, years. Right. Well, he doesn't sure. have to. I mean, look, they still want him. They, you know, who knows what kind of trouble that is there. But does did he want more money? Probably. Uh, could there have been a thing with him and Bill O'Brien? Probably. I. I can see all that. And th- look, but there's something with this trade, which is why they wanted to trade DeAndre Hopkins. Out the other 30 teams in the NFL are going, why did you call us? We'd we have given you a yeah. much better deal. But this is this is this is it. Sometimes there are nuances and skill sets that general managers coaches need to have that they don't. And that is the art of the deal. You have to know how to make a trade and make the right trade for the value. To trade DeAndre Hopkins, okay. If the Texans know something we don't, he didn't want to play for them, you want to trade him, fine. But you have to know how to maximize the value of the player you are trading. You are trading a guy who, in anyone's list, is the second or third best wide receiver in the NFL. Right? at worst, at worst, right. that's how good he is. No, that's is. right. Second or third best wide with the with the impetus on the passing game. Now this is someone who is an absolute superstar. And when you're thinking of what you any other team would give up for David Johnson, not only did the Texans do that, but they gave up the second or third best wide receiver in the game there could have been better value out there and I don't know why if they were bent on trading DeAndre Hopkins they didn't make it more of a hey who wants DeAndre Hopkins okay well I like this trade better and this and this and this and this and this because that you can't tell me you love David Johnson that much because like I said the guy hasn't been good in three years I mean you're going back to 2016 the last time he was really good and it's only been one year that he's been really good out of five in the National Football League right his other years he's averaging under four yards a Carry. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's David John. He was a one-year wonder, and that's the guy you absolutely had to have. Look, if it's 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 not about. Like the Giants with Daniel Jones. Oh, we had to have Daniel Jones. Okay, I get that you like Daniel Jones. It's your gut feel, but you didn't need him at six. You could have traded down and maximized that. And that's that's the part about Dave Gettleman and the Giants that really blew that that move is that no one was taking him at six. Other people would have moved up. You could have you could have you could have skated skated out with a couple of other draft picks, a third round, a couple of third round picks, moved down. Then you get to down to about twenty twenty one. Okay, now we'll take Daniel Jones because nobody else nobody else had him on their board even in the first part of the first round, or even the, the late part of the first round. Yeah, it was round. a lot of uh, this second is, half of that first, but yeah. Yeah, but this is the, you didn't maximize the value of it, and that's what it, It's not that, oh my God, you gave the guy away. It's you don't know how to make a trade, and it's clear that Bill O'Brien does not know how to make trades in the NFL and that nobody is there. There's no one There's no one to throw the emergency switch between him and here's the paperwork to be able to get it done. I can't believe the Cardinals didn't go, okay, call us back because I can't believe this is actually Bill O'Brien. We're going to call you back <laughs> on your... What's your office phone number? Because I have Bill O'Brien's office phone number right here from the NFL uh, stats right here. What's your phone? I'm calling you back at it right now. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how, it, how long it took the Cardinals to just go, yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. just do it, don't tell anybody, because this is found money for them.
5: Well, let's always remember, this doesn't go official till Wednesday. There's still the potential to back out. And if you say that it would have long long ramifications, right, nobody will ever deal with the Texans? No, you get rid of Bill O'Brien, you've solved the problem. You Mm -hmm. reboot your organization. Because remember, Bob McNair passing away left the power vacuum, right? And then they made some change in the front office and decided to let Trader Bill get after it. What's the common denominator in all this? Bill O'Brien not getting along with a player mm-hmm. is what gets the line moving and gets him back to Trader, Trader Bill, as we ta- called him last year, and we get to do on the opening day of the NFL calendar for this year. It's the same thing. And, yes, he gets a little bit of goodwill because, well, they've won. right? They've been able to win a bad division. And Tennessee rises up last year. And then I called for him to be ousted after they gave up that monster lead against the Chiefs. No, he still has the keys to the kingdom. He gets to give the public address of, you know what, I like the way things are going, so we're going to keep it like this. Like, How's he the guy deciding that? Ugh. Where's the ownership? right? The O'Brien family and everybody that's, uh, I should say, the McNair family and everybody that's over the top doesn't come back and say, you know what, some of this stuff we, we really need to talk about. And anybody, going back to the contract, you're under contract for three years, and I know it can get uncomfortable, yeah, but if he
4: says, oh, I'm holding out, I'm not going to, he'll, he'll get paid, he'll get money. I'm sure he's going to get a new deal at some no, point but from it. the Cardinals. Cap, cap just went up
5: $10 yeah. million dollars for this year based on the CBA that was agreed upon this last weekend. And obviously, I know you got to pay Deshaun Watson. They don't necessarily love Laramie Tunsil. Everybody throwing that at me like, hey, they've got to pay him a ton of money. No, they don't. They don't. <laughs> I mean, that's just not categorically not true. You got to pay your quarterback. But you also have to keep him happy to make him want to stay. Mm-hmm. Does bringing David Johnson alongside an oft-injured Will Fuller, is is that what you're putting out there? And saying, hey, Deshaun Watson, we've built the team, so we want you here long-term? You've basically given him the middle finger and said,
4: hey, good <laughs> luck. Not when the Jets call him and say, hey, listen, uh, we have Robbie Anderson and... Maine Johnson for you. How about that? For Deshaun Watson. How about that? I mean, How, Owen yeah, Daniels is not walking
5: it? through that door.
4: Steve Slayton is not walking wow, through that door. nicely done. Yeah, I like that. No, I like that.
5: Andre Johnson I mean, from 2010 oh, and yeah, is not well, yeah. walking through. I got to go back. No, I got to go, go back. back a decade. I mean, but really. he's not walking through that door. I mean, you've got a guy that can barely play three games
4: at a time as uh, your
5: number one.
4: You have to, you have to know... How to make a trade in in today's NFL and and any of I know guys that do fantasy that drive harder bargains than that to know how to make trades. I'd rather have Michael Fabiano making trades. You know, because he's a guy, he's a guy, he makes tough trades all no, the time. No,
5: but he also bugs you until you finally he say, no, okay, go away. That's the art of the
4: deal, though. No, that's, that's the, the art of the that's deal. It's how you of, make it done. It's the art of, I'm going to walk to your house I mean, and you get you. You got to have somebody to throw the emergency brake and go, hang on a second before you make trades. Like, you want to trade good players, that's fine, because look, you're inside and I'm not, and I get it, and I understand that if you have, but you got to be able to say, okay, what's the most we're going to get for DeAndre Hopkins? You basically gave him away. You gave him away to the Cardinals. A trade where you could have done that exact same deal and gotten David Johnson. No, so unless you've got another deal in place where
5: you're getting one of these other wide receivers that are rumored to be on the move, Amari Cooper's now free agent. We'll get into him coming up in about 45 minutes as part of the Dak Prescott decision. But to say, hey, we're going to get it right in the draft because this draft is rich with receivers, how many wide receivers come in and take over the league as a rookie? They are very, very few and far between and you give up a guy who was your safety valve and then some for essentially a second-round pick, no bueno. Not a good move by Trainer Bill.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge.
6: Terms and
4: conditions apply. With us on the hotline now, CBS Sports NFL Insider Extraordinaire Jason Lockenfora. I'm going to ask you a very impossible question, Jay. You ready? Okay. Explain Bill O'Brien. <laughs> no, no thanks. I'll pass.
1: <laughs> I, I'm not. I don't. I don't have the right proper degree or the right. Uh... Yeah, I thought you were going to ask me who would have won the fictitional NCAA lacrosse tournament oh. had we done like how they were talking about doing seedings for basketball. Like, Had they put together yeah. the 32-team lacrosse tournament.
4: Well, Syracuse is number one won. right team in the country. We would have won.
1: Uh, no, I suppose, I'm surprised. It would have been somebody from the Baltimore area. Oh, so, wow. This is, this is our, it's our heartland here. It's our <laughs> state sport, even though... I never really played it. Uh, but still, between, you know, Towson's having a down year. But Loyola was okay. Hopkins is Hopkins.
4: Maryland's Maryland. I like but that. Yeah, It's our never heartland. I we never will never it. know. <laughs> but it's our It's in my blood. I never played it. But it's something i really, really big. Uh, no,
5: but it's,
1: it's, it's a part of the local economy or something. <laughs>
5: sure. Hey, that's part of your daily uh, Baltimore show now, I'm sure. Oh, yeah.
1: We were, we're talking so much last. We're talking <laughs> last. Come like on. You yet, you in think. the community. Uh, yeah. It wasn't like what would the Maryland Terrapins had done, like would, you know, terge finally have coached the team beyond the Sweet 16. It was really mostly about UMBC lacrosse.
4: All right, well, that, that's <laughs> probably, I'm sure the Texans fans would rather hear about that than if yeah. DeAndre <laughs> no, true.
1: I, I can't explain bro Bro, here, here's what I know. He got mad at his left tackle, Dwayne Brown, who at the time three years ago was a top, you know, one of the – Top ten to twelve left tackles on the planet. And Dwayne Brown outperformed his contract and he wanted a payday and he was willing to hold out. And then, you know, he got traded to Seattle for, you know, modest compensation, and and that was O'Brien's brainchild. And then Jadavion Clowney, one of the three or four best players on the roster, depending is J.J. Watt healthy this week or not. And they paid half his salary to trade him to Seattle for mm, pennies on the dollar. And then DeAndre Hopkins, mm, okay, at worst the third best player on that football team, probably the second. And they paid him all his real money, and all the guarantees are paid up, and he's making like 13 a year on a super team-friendly contract. But he's not an O'Brien guy. He's not going to walk the line. Like, he will ask questions like, hmm, why has this coach stripped himself of play-calling duties like three times only to give it back to himself, yet we still don't ever get past the first round, and we can't hold a 24-point lead in the playoffs? So, yeah, I might comment on that. Like, I might have some thoughts on that because like, I'm a human being, you know, uh, and I want to win something at some point. And he's gone. Basically traded for a second-round pick. Like, the Baltimore Ravens traded their third-best tight end. Hayden Hurst today for yeah. the 55th pick in next year's draft. Like, if you really strip away what the Hopkins trade is, basically Hopkins got traded for, like, a pick that's, like, 17 spots ahead of that. Like, what planet am I on?
5: Well, how much of this is just there's such a void since McNair yeah, died?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, look, um... Uh, Bob McNair has been gone for a while now, and his son is still, I guess, kind of figuring things out. And he's just given Bill O'Brien, Bill Belichickian levels of control. But well, you know, he no worked with them before, so yeah. There's no, there's, there, you know, and, and and look, O'Brien's been clashing with people all the way back when Rick Smith was the GM there. Like, it's it's been bad there forever. And I, I don't know what they're doing, man. They haven't paid Laramie Tunsil yet. I mean... What's he going to get, $25 million a year? Like, I don't even know, but it's going to be huge. They haven't paid the quarterback yet. I guess they'll pay Will Fuller now, even though he's healthy, you know, half the time. But I guess he'll be their number one wide receiver now. They don't really have a tight end there who gives, you know, puts fear in anybody. The offensive line, even with Tonsil, was still, eh. You know, J.J. Watt's a year older, and he got hurt last year. I mean, like, I mean, I don't know. What planet am I on? Like, I, What team just consistently trades their best players at below face value and thinks that's smart business? I don't get it.
4: Well, that's what I get is that if there was something that Bill O'Brien and he, they, he rubbed, they rubbed each other the wrong way and he wanted to make a move, all right, I don't 100% agree with that, but at least I understand we want to move on, but how do you not maximize the value? It's crazy. I mean, that, that's what I don't get. It's like, if the Cardinals, really, I think they probably said, listen, get his phone number and call him back, make sure this is Bill O'Brien. Make sure it's not somebody else getting through and it, it's, it's a prank no, or something. No,
1: trust me, it's him. I mean, he's got a track record. I mean, again, two ones and a two for tonsil without a contract. Like, no, this is, hey, we clowning on the franchise tag. We'll pay half of it and just give us, like, a three and a five. Eh, whatever. You know, oh, and I'm sorry, Perkevius, Mingo, and whoever the other linebacker was in that trade. <laughs>
5: Archivius We're doing sound effects mix. now. That this was is fanta- awesome. All right. Fantastic. It takes a village. Uh, it takes a team having some fun, breaking down the first day of the NFL calendar, scratching our heads with Jason Lockenfora, CBS Sports, NFL insider, friend of the show. Find him on Twitter, at Jason Lockenfora. All right, now we get to the inevitable Brady. Dak Prescott gets his franchise tag. We've yeah. got the Raiders getting Mariota. So there goes those are two dominoes that fall. Uh, we have Tampa, we have the Chargers, and we have whatever the relationship is in New England.
1: Well, I don't know that. I don't know that M- the Mariota signing means that. I mean, I think Mariota could be an interesting one B to a lot of different guys. You know sure. what I mean? So not mm-hmm. just cars. So let's let's you know that one could still there could still be some permutations there. But you guys know I'm one with you guys every Monday. Yeah, I've buddy. Been talking about the Chargers since like week six you know what I mean like in terms of Tom Brady and where does he go and where does it make sense I you guys know I never really bought the San Francisco and Tennessee hype I just that seemed like a media creation and I never heard any solid reporting to where like the Titans have been trying to get Tannehill resigned since like week 12 so they weren't moving off that the proofs in the pudding they, they gave the cat you know 30 million a year for the next four years um, San Francisco's made their bed with Garoppolo Tampa really wants Tom Brady. I have a hell of a hard time picturing Tom Brady wearing pewter his final two years in the league and going with the Glazers, where they've never won anything there since, you know, John Gruden got there. I just don't see that. Um, so yeah, the Chargers. All right, you could sell me on that. The Raiders, maybe, and the Patriots. Robert Kraft's going to have a seat at the table at the end of the day. And even though there's been an exodus from the Patriots roster and they've lost Van Noy and they've lost Collins, and so now that defense is probably going to take a little bit of a step back. And that's really all they, they had there. And maybe ultimately that doesn't make sense for Tom Brady either. Well, you got to play somewhere and you got to do something and the Chargers have a running back, and they have a tight end, and they have two wide receivers, and the O-line doesn't look great, but you could put some money in it. And if you stay relatively healthy on defense, yeah, you better do something with Bosa because he's going to want to be paid big time. you know. But Derwin James isn't making any money yet. and I mean, I don't know. I, I just have everything I've heard, all my reporting, and then just sort of you connect dots and you do the whole common sense, let me take a step back, where would Giselle want to live, and oh, Tom House is out there, and oh, yeah, uh, Guerrero's out there, and it's a 30-minute flight up to San Francisco to see the parents and everything else, I think that's where he wants to be. Do they want him as much as he wants them? I I don't know, but they should.
4: Hey, Jay, lastly, uh, this trade just coming in, I want you to take us through a bit of a genesis that got us to this point. Um, Jay Glazer reporting that the Bills trading a first-round pick, a fifth-round pick, and a sixth-round pick – in exchange for Stephon Diggs, who most famously tweeted out today, time for a change, after Kirk Cousins uh, signed his two-year contract extension. So the total the total of this trade is a first, a fifth, and a sixth in this year's draft, and a fourth in 2021. They get Stephon Diggs. They also get a seventh-round pick back. So the Bills trade in a few draft picks, getting Stephon Diggs. Was this Stephon Diggs really upset with Minnesota? Was this him upset with Kirk Cousins? Because this this story kind of started early this morning and kind of snowballed.
1: Well, Diggs has won it out since this time last year, and I heard it really strongly, and I reached out to some friends in the league and said, hey, Diggs wants out. You should make a play, you know, guys who need your receivers. And they called Spielman, the GM, and he's like, no, 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 we're not going to trade him. We're not going to trade him. And then I got back to Diggs, and Diggs got even more – ticked off and then the offense sputtered early in the season and Diggs was even more t- ticked off and he really wanted to be traded by the deadline but they wouldn't entertain it because they thought they were still pretty good but Diggs, Diggs was going to continue to make noise until he was gone um five six and sevens. i mean that's a total crap shoot you know to, they they trade a, a one for Diggs and if you look at the way that contract's structured it's kind of like hopkins it's A lot of the heavy lifting's already been done by the team that traded him. But he was going to continue to make noise until they let him go. So, you know, I get it. Buffalo made a lot of uh, moves in free agency at the wide receiver position last year to try to upgrade. They brought in Brown. Uh, they brought in Beasley but those are kind of stopgaps Gibbs is a uh, digs is a guy that you, you think will be there for you know you hope 3 years or more i don't you know, i don't think John Brown and Beasley are going to be there beyond this year and they need weapons and the quarterback needs help i don't think the quarterback's ever going to be a guy who's necessarily putting people on his back but if you put the right people around him and he, and he stops turning the ball over and you've got a good defense which they do then you might be able to win with him and look New England might be a changing of the guard there, so now, now's the time to make a move. So I get it, and you know, hats off to Brandon Bean for going and getting a a, a fast, twitchy guy who can make their offense go a little more.
4: You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Lockenfora. That is at Jason Lock and Fora. Thanks a bunch, Jay. As always, appreciate it. And I'll look for those uh, updated potential what if rankings. Yeah, for,
1: yeah, I'm all over for that
4: for lacrosse. You got to have Syracuse up there though. Some some eh, we'll hot. Wow, that could be the hot <laughs> take. <better. laughs>
2: Thanks a bunch, buddy. We'll see you. Great. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret.
6: Terms and conditions apply.
4: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. But no one told me! (laughs) And while wide receivers have owned the past hour and a half, as we get to do a fun night tonight, talking about NFL free agency, look, we're, we're all dealing with... The new world that has uh, come upon us with the coronavirus. Everybody's trying to stay safe and stay home and stay isolated. Uh, We have today, tonight, the next day or so, day or two, to talk honest to goodness NFL and to distract us from everything else we need a distraction from. Uh, It's been the crazy wide receiver news that has dominated the headlines. But uh, while no one was looking, Mm -hmm. another team just got knocked out of the list. Of teams that are suitors for Tom Brady. Cleveland. It's not, Taisha. You played that Cleveland thing one more time. Well, I mean, they did. They did go and sign Case Keenum. I'm so technically, he's not wrong. I will not call your mom again if you play that Cleveland thing Ooh. one more time. I Cleveland. Okay. <laughs> now you it's ruined. like it, the button stuck. I was the best thing that ever happened to Cleveland! your mom.
2: Cleveland.
4: Fake news. You would have. You know, with me as your stepdad, it would have been. Yeah. You know, you'd have been a great. Had a great life. I would have
6: been eating McDoubles with you till this day.
4: That's right. That's right. McDoubles for everybody. I'd have made sure that you know in her when her affairs. I'm like, listen, you want to leave your money to me? I'll make sure your son gets it. No, I mean, look, do we have to say
5: affairs in order? I mean, the term always was kind
4: of weird to me. Listen, (laughs) how about just your your finances? Your finances. I'll make sure your son. The devil in the details. Your son will get every penny coming to him. Don't worry, I'll take care of him. Yeah, don't be creepy at all. So, the suitors for Tom Brady, not the Cleveland Browns. We saw over the weekend, the Titans... Agree to terms the new deal for Ryan Tannehill. How about that? He has become their franchise quarterback. Oh, by the way, let me say for a second, what happened to everybody who was in my timeline and everybody? Oh, Jason, you're an idiot. Tennessee and Nashville offer so much. I told you he's not going to Nashville. Oh, but no, but Nashville is just like L.A. Oh, he can on, do. He can do. He can do Hollywood from here. He can do all that. I said, oh yeah, no, he's not going there. Oh no, Jason, you're an idiot. Yeah, I'll take all your apologies now because no, I told no, no, you no, no, no. he wasn't going to Tennessee. He wasn't going to. Nashville. Yeah, but here's the
5: thing. What's the percentage of Tom Brady didn't want to go there and Ryan Tannehill with the amount of money they gave him? That would tell me that it ain't so much about Brady as that they love rotten them some, but there was, some no, Ryan look, Tannehill.
4: Look, what did I tell you? This was in the beginning. This was drummed up by Brady's sure. people because it looked it was something they could run with because clearly well, it
5: made football right no, sense. But,
4: no, but clearly it was it was everything that worked for them. Tennessee's a great team. They're possibly yep. in need of a quarterback. The Mike Vrabel connection. Oh, would be the great fit on the field for Brady, but everybody wanted to discount the fact that Tom Brady has an off the field life of an icon. He's not going to Nashville, which is also not going to Tampa. But we'll get to that. In a bit.
5: I still don't discount the but Nashville from that. I still think they like Ryan Tannehill more than sure, a 40-year-old sure, Tom Brady. He wasn't, going, there. He's not, he wasn't he's, going. He's not. But he's not there.
4: So. Take your little I victory. I told you lap. he wasn't going there. No, and you, now, only, you
5: only get a small victory lap. Okay. Ryan Tannehill gets the victory I told lap you with the contract
4: he signed. Yeah, oh, by the way, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> on giving Ryan Tannehill all that money. Let's see him do it again. Let's see him do it. He's never a- been able to a- do A-J it before. Brown for Let's see him do it again. He had, had Adam Gase. Gase. Let's see him do he it again. He had
5: Adam Gase. He, he was saddled with he that. Had, stiff.
4: He had other coaches too. It wasn't. Like it wasn't like he had Adam Gase for all of his years. He got out of that organization. Stop. He's like the right, he's the new Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's what he is. Oh, Whoa. you sign him. He's great as a backup somewhere. And if he has to play, he plays. Ryan Tannehill is not that good. Good luck. Oh, good I'm not luck. saying i want to give him it money, n- good luck. 90 million guaranteed. Good luck. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm happy having him there. But he's also now not going to Las Vegas because the Raiders tonight agreeing to terms, according to reports, with Marcus Mariota who's going to come in and compete with Derek Carr and potentially be a guy to unseat Derek Carr. This is a typical, this has John Gruden's fingerprints all over it of just let me get as many quarterbacks with highly touted uh, draft spots as possible and I'll turn them all. I want to coach 11 quarterbacks and have them all just do things and I can turn them all into good players. This is the quintessential Gruden signing. And, you know, look, he's in year three of his 10-year deal. He doesn't really have to worry about winning until year seven or year eight. But, you know, this is... Look, they kind of had to do something. You had to bring somebody in. And Mariota. look, I've said it before, he's someone who could be a good backup. Someone who is with starting experience. He's not dynamic. He can't throw deep. But if you put him in a game, he's a good red zone quarterback, and he can start for a couple of weeks if you have to do it. So I actually like this move for the Raiders. And potentially, you're looking at a situation that could repeat itself in Tennessee but in Vegas next year, the Raiders were pretty good last year. You know, they were right at that cusp of being a breakthrough team. Then they lost a couple of games. Their schedule got tougher. And they just it didn't happen for them. But if this happens this year and they force a change at quarterback and suddenly Mariota comes in and he's a better fit for this system than than Derek Carr was, being able to throw short. Hey, no one can throw short like Mariota can. His completion percentage could be like 88%. (laughs) But, you know, it could be where he could be a better fit for this team and they could catch that kind of lightning in a bottle. But they needed somebody to push Derek Carr a little bit. And if you're not going to go out and get somebody in the draft a really high pick, hey, Mariota, you could do worse things because, as I said— he is a pretty good backup. But the main thing is, you scratch another destination off for Tom Brady, because so many people who said, it's Vegas, it's 10 Nashville. I've already told you, it's two places. It's Los Angeles, it's New York, and now it looks like it's Los Angeles. That's the only place. We talked to Jason Lock and Forer earlier in the show saying, look, Brady wants this. Brady wants LA. But do the Chargers want him as much as Brady wants them? That's we have to wait and see and see the money that's coming this way. This is all there. for Only the Chargers can screw it up because Brady clearly wants this. This is what it's come down to. It's a New York, LA, New York, LA. Here it's it's LA. If the Chargers don't screw it up, suddenly, bang, they have Brady. They're opening up a new stadium with him. They have relevance. They have weapons. And who knows where they go from there?
5: Well, and that's where it fails because Spanos, I don't think, is going to want to spend the money. That it would can, take you to bring in Tom can you imagine? Can you imagine? It
4: turns out, yeah, we did not want to. He wanted uh, uh, thirty-two million a year. We wanted to give him twenty-seven.
5: <laughs> I'm, I'm not even kidding now. <laughs> the spanos want to pay the money you know and you could say hey he they showed up to the offensive line here with the deal they made well new england put a tag on theirs so i mean they showed they're interested and brady reached out to him right so you've you've got those stories swirling i've always said that i thought he'd end up back with new england look if he moves it's great for us because it's great for the sports radio and sports talk business in general chaos as you go but back to the raiders for a moment You know, Mariota's greatest success was when he had a healthy Delaney Walker running the seam. They can get Waller back healthy, had a fantastic year before he got hurt. Tyrell Williams, I don't know that he's was worth the number one money. You got him and Zay Jones, more deep guys, so they don't really fit what Carr and Mariota do. But one guy that does, and again, under the radar, fantastic season, Hunter Renfro. Uh, who looks like he could be a nice fit in the next evolution of the Edelman, Welker, and and what have you uh, in an offense. Uh, I'm curious on the defensive side of the ball. They they had a couple of breakthrough guys, young players. Jonathan Abram just needs to stop going for the kill shot, cost himself half a season, wonder how much different their fortunes had been. Forget about perfect for a minute. Uh, <laughs> they He's a whole other story. Mm-hmm. But with Abram, if he stays on the field, he looked like he was going to become a player, And so he comes back healthy, so you round that out a little bit. And Gruden, as we know, or at least we've been told, we have no idea what his contract really is. But from all reports, he can be there as long as you know people are ruling heaven and hell. So we'll see how that flows. Uh, But yeah, Marcus Mariota in a Raiders uniform. That looks a little odd to me in my head.
4: Uh, You know, the thing is, is that this is clearly now in the Chargers court because Brady doesn't quite have the suitors that he thought he was going to have. And I, I thought this would this would happen quickly rather than being spread out. This wasn't going to be a, hey, Peyton Manning taking tours of all these places and it's going to be a week and a half. Because the teams that would want Brady, a lot of teams that want him, have their incumbent quarterback, they would kick him to the curb if they thought Brady was coming there. Mm-hmm. But they find out pretty, hey, you got to let us know. Is this is this a place? And if you got to tell us yes or no. And if they go, well, it's it's a place that's on our list, why right, well, you know, we're moving on. And, you know, that was probably the case with Tennessee, whether it was a mutual interest or, you know, Brady wanted more interest than Tennessee was hoping to give him. Now the Raiders, that's out the window when it was, oh, look at this, the Raiders are preparing to offer Tom Brady this big contract. No, obviously they weren't. So, that, so that's out. So now it's really, you talk about it being down to three teams in the Chargers and Tampa Bay, but it's only down to Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay supposedly really wants him. Yeah, I mean, I've no, not I... seen anything that Brady wants to go to Tampa. It's just, Tampa would love Tampa. You know what? I would love to go on a date with Scarlett Johansson. Doesn't mean it's happening. Jason Smith, breaking news, would love to go on a date. I mean, I'm married, but yeah, I'd love to go on a Pam date with understand. Scarlett Johansson. Hi, Pam. And that would be out there. I'll, Jason wants to go. But does Scarlett Johansson want to go on a date with me? I mean, if she at me, she would go, oh my God, this guy's great. But at the same could time... Could be a Marissa Tomei, George Costanza. Could oh, it could be a, could, a Costanza. But at the same time, I've not seen anything where Brady is interested in Tampa Bay. It's only been, oh, Tampa wants to pull out all the stops to go get Brady. Well, they can, because they don't have a quarterback. And not many other teams are in that position. So really, it's returning to the Patriots, which he doesn't want to do. and Or it's Los Maybe. Angeles, which he wants to go to, but... Do the Chargers want him as much to give him the money he is seeking?" it's down to these teams rather quickly, and it's going to be it's going to be a decision time for Tom Brady probably sometime in the next coming days, that you're going to see him say, this is it, this is it, but so far, there's been no report of, here's contact with Brady and the Chargers, here's this, uh, there's nothing, nothing of anybody. It's been very quiet for Tom Brady, which is kind of shocking, because you would figure these teams, hey, we've made contact, we're talking to Don Yee, we're here, we have a meeting set up with the legal tampering, period. We have thi-. but it's been nothing, it's been very quiet for Brady all day.
5: Well, as I've said with the Patriots, I think on both sides it's just using the media back and forth. I don't know that we have a real sense of what that relationship is, because I never thought it was You know, lovey-dovey, let's go hold hands and and walk along the riverfront and talk about the great times we've had here. You know, arm in arm, like we just had a good night drinking and we're leaning on each other to stand up. No, I mean, it's always going to be a contentious relationship. At least that's the assumption with Bill Belichick, no matter how much people say he's different behind the scenes and not with his hoodie up doing a press conference, that there's still going to be that level of, all right, it's business, right? Never personal, Nino Brown kind of thing going on there to some degree. Everything else, just speculation, even with the stuff with the Chargers. I mean, I take a lot it, – it makes a lot of sense, right? Because that's what we've done with a number of teams. Because we got it up to, what, 10 or 11 by the time it all finished? Yeah, it was you a lot. You look the Bears, you a look lot. here, you look at. Yeah. I mean, I think on Cowherd's show, uh, Colin Cowherd here, uh, 9 to noon Pacific time, 12 to 3 in the East. You know, they did the Wheel of Brady. At one point, I was like, here's all the places he could go. Uh, because legitimately, you had a third of the league that was rumored to potentially be interested in, and how much of it was a media fabrication, because we just had something needed something to talk about in the offseason, that's it. That's where we're at as you go. And Tampa, pairing Brady with Bruce Arians, I mean, it was cool. Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin, and those tight ends, and... Ronald Jones Jr., I mean, or the second, or I forget how he goes. Uh, but the idea being that you've got weapons there, you got weapons with the Chargers. Again, football fits, they make sense. You talk about the totality, Los Angeles makes more. New England, for all of the reasons we've talked about, low these many weeks, check the podcast on iTunes, look for Fox Sports Radio, The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Download it, give it five stars, we'll love you forever. As I've been saying, makes the most sense here. You finish your career where you started, wondering how the psychology of Kobe and all of this plays together uh, in terms of putting a bow on your career. But yeah, it, it dwindled pretty fast in terms of all those potential destinations hell in chicago they don't know what they're doing All Right? they got eight tight ends now that they signed jimmy graham and they're rumored to be in the market for andy dalton teddy bridgewater and four quarterbacks to be named later i mean there's there's a lot of this that was just smoke and mirrors but it certainly fueled sports talk radio for a long while
6: No purchase necessary for you prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Bop Kids, Kids Megan Trainor, Fistle Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th.